Hello and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red podcast. It's cold on Merseyside this Monday morning, colder than a Jose Mourinho press conference, but fortunately I've got something to warm even the most miserable of people up. I have two esteemed colleagues with me to talk about Liverpool's win over Huddersfield, look ahead to Maribor and also reflect on a World Cup triumph for a Reds youngster. No James Pearce, but thankfully we do have... Joe Rimmer. Joe? Um, yeah, hello. Hello. And we have Christian Walsh as well. Hello. Hello. And you have me, of course, Neil Jones, as host, no Ian Doyle or Andy Kelly. So what more could you want from this Monday morning? Start with a Liverpool win. Christian, you're always going about routine 3-0 wins, and you got one on Saturday. It was as routine as it could be in the second half, at least. It certainly <laughs> didn't look like it was going to be routine at half-time, no, did it? it didn't. It, it, it's funny the, the way... I suppose things that happen before can shape how you, you reflect on a game because because things haven't been going very well for Liverpool and th- there's been a lot of criticism fired at the club you know as of late. I think there's almost been a, a fair bit of negativity. I was taken aback when I read Andy's analysis of so his ratings, yeah. for example, because he's normally one of the most positive. I feel on our desk, he always you know he, he always tries to look at the positives and goes, well that wasn't too bad, was it? And you're like, no, Andy, they lost 5-1, it was. It was quite <laughs> um, but he, he seemed pretty down about it, and I think it's just because of the malaise Liverpool have been in in general. What, what I think is, if, if you say that uh, any other team in the top six have got to a nil-nil at half-time against the newly promoted side, never really look threatened at the back, OK, they missed the penalty, and then they end up 3-0, what you'd say is that's good game management. You've, you've, you've basically navigated that game exactly how you should. You know, yeah. bar absolutely hammering aside 7-8-0 or whatnot. That is, that you know, it was people have been harking back, let's get Rafa back and all this sort of thing. That's as Rafa Benitez as you could want. That, that's what good sides do. They, they, they keep a team at arm's length for the first half and then strike in the second half. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't see how there could be any complaints. Yeah. Joe, have you got any complaints? No, none at all. I, you know, as Christian said, it was a really good routine win to get them back. And winning ways is something that they really did, did need. No more nerves, if you like, at Anfield. It's funny because you always follow the game, and I, I don't know whether, whether you guys feel the same, but I certainly look at home games and think the longer it stays nil for Liverpool, the less I believe they're going to score. I don't feel <laughs> like they're a side that scores late in games, yeah. but this time they, they turned yeah. up, and, and it, it'll be a real confidence boost that they got that win in the second half. And perhaps going into the Maribor game, if they can get another decent win over there, then they can sort of banish memories of Tottenham. Um, you know, I missed the build-up to this one, so um, yeah. it wasn't really a, a sort of. I, I missed all the negativity. I don't know whether there was more than than usual. It did seem yeah. that um, well Klopp was under a bit of pressure this time around. Yeah, I think so. I think, and also, you know, certain individuals were were, were debated yeah, yeah. more than more than ever. And yeah. <laughs> Dejan Lovren ensuring that he doesn't doesn't ever miss out on being in the, in the headlines. There, I mean, Klopp, lest we forget, picked him. So Klopp had decided that the Tottenham game, okay, I took you off, it's fine, you start, and then he gets injured in the warm-up. But what does that say about about Liverpool's squad and about Klopp's opinion of Lovren? I mean, I think it says a lot of things. First of all, we don't want to put any, we don't quite know what happened there, do we? Yeah. Uh, we, we it's, it's, you know, he's, he's just picked up an injury yeah. in the warm-up. I think it says about what it says about Liverpool's squad is that we already know and have done for a while that. You're bringing in Ragnar Klavan, who did okay. Have you seen his turn? Have you seen his yeah, 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 wonderful yeah, yeah. turn? No luck. No yeah, luck spin. Yeah. But I feel like 
you know, us three could have played in the back four and we would have been okay yeah. given the one, lack of one shot, one on, shot on, on goal all game. Um, and that was from 25 yards. So, you know, but ultimately, if that's a, if that's a game against Manchester United, well, maybe not Man United, um, so it's yeah. not actually ventures past the halfway line. So if it's against Manchester City, uh, for example, albeit Clavin had a good game against City and Anfield last season, but you take me point where you go, yeah, you know, yeah, there's not much confidence not in Clavin there. Um, I, I mean, what does it say about Lovren as well, though? I, I, we don't know how serious the injury was, but and obviously we don't know whose call it was, but surely. Surely you should be chomping at the bit. You, you you just hope that it was the 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 the, the club doctors who said you're not playing, rather than Dejan yeah. going up and going. I think I felt something there, you know, boss. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not suggesting that because I think one of the things about Lovren's one of the endearing things about him, and I think it's his downfall sometimes, is his mentality. I think he backs himself too much sometimes. For example, with our second goal at Tottenham, he's backed himself to to be yeah, nine foot tall yeah, and, and, and and absolutely and win it and then. He doesn't, so I don't think it'd be like that. But it, it'd be interesting to see exactly, you know, what the timeline of, of that is because it, that can disrupt the team, big, big style. You yeah. know, it, it's, and I suppose what it does say as well is that a game against Huddersfield is it's no real test. But ultimately, how much of a drop off is Clavan to Lovren at this point in time? Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know. I think both are much maligned. Well, the other the other issue we've got now is that. If Lovren can't play Maribor, then Clavan's going to have to play Saturday, Wednesday, maybe Saturday yeah, again yeah. at West Ham. So that is the problem. I mean, Liverpool didn't put another centre-back on the bench because they don't have another centre-back. Joe Gomez was the yeah, other centre-back yeah. option. And I imagine it would have been Milner going to right-back yeah. or Robertson maybe even playing on the right, which seems a bit strange. But that doesn't have to sum up Liverpool's squad that they didn't have. Once Clavan had come off the come off the bench they didn't have another centre back to put in the squad it was Ben Woodburn who stepped up yeah I mean it's poor isn't it you know there was some we were just discussing before and some quotes from Klopp about Liverpool's progress over the last year or so and he said that you know how can people expect them to fix this problem mid-season but the people yeah. people are upset because they could see this coming and yeah. we could all see it coming and, and even if they hadn't bought someone alright so they didn't get Van Dijk but even if they hadn't bought someone that they thought was particularly better than Lovren they could have got another option it was better than Clavan. Yeah. Um, I've got a feeling for Maribor we might see Gomez move across. Yeah. And if if Lovren's still injured and see Trent come in at right back, but you know they they should never be in this position. It, it, it's it's a really 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 aggravating that they're in this position now. Um, and just on Lovren, I, I missed again. I missed most of last week, but the one one thing I, I think Matip gets away with murder. I, I think yeah. I, I do I do genuinely think not that literally. I think, but... think think that you've got. Someone like Lovren, right? Who makes these? He's made some high-profile errors, and especially at Wembley. But alongside him, you've got a guy who's quiet as a mouse. He, just, he doesn't offer any cover, you know. And Lovren tries to be proactive, doesn't he? He does back himself. He goes to try and win those headers, and and perhaps puts himself in a dangerous situation. But someone's got to take charge. And he was a captain at Schalke, wasn't he? And we're, yeah. You're certainly more of them. More you know, of them. But yeah. And why? Why? He's just got no presence about him at the back. And I think he. As much as anyone contributes to Liverpool's problems at the back, I feel Matip would be better with a command, and because yeah. I feel I feel that always. Maybe sort so. Of wouldn't, anyone, Maybe so. wouldn't anyone yeah. be better with a command? Yeah. You know, yeah. if, if you've got a, a great centre back next to you who, who talks, I mean, Carragher, you know, John Terry, someone mm. along along that line, Nemanja Vidić from years gone by, you'd all be better, wouldn't you? But shouldn't shouldn't either one of Matip or Lovren be ready to be that person? 
They should be, but yeah. ultimately, it's, I don't <laughs> think it's I don't think it's in their yeah, makeup. Points otherwise, and I think this is you know this is something that we'll probably talk about maybe not today, but in deeper. But the whole recruitment at Liverpool at times, it's not only stats based, of course. It's not, and you know I'm I'm probably the biggest proponent of mm. stats on on this podcast, but biggest. Little boast there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, saying, brag. Yeah. Just, just, you know, you know, we love XG. You know, yeah, we do. I've got Excel and all that. Yeah. Um, but what 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 numbers can't tell you is the is the mentality of a player sometimes, and 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 things like communication and and, and yeah. who they who they line up better with or whatever. Reacting in adversity. Yeah, exactly. Example, that yeah. sort of thing. That's sort of, that's the only thing you can do is find out what happens when it actually does happen. So, you know, with Matip, he came with a big reputation. I think they still got a bargain for him. Obviously, they paid him a big yeah. signing on fee and yeah. whatnot, so it wasn't a free transfer. But, yeah, I think a lot, a lot of Liverpool's defenders sort of get away with, with <laughs> a fair bit. Um, I'd, I'd like to see Gomez against Maribor as well. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's having watched Maribor last, uh, in the last game, I mean, they, they had a poor imitation of Troy Deeney up front, it's like, run. Chasing so many lost calls, yeah. I've shouted at Arsenal. Insulting Arsenal and Arsenal Wenger. That's exactly. So <laughs> you know, he's a journeyman Brazilian. Um, he's probably going to score a hat trick now. I've said that, but no, like Gomez is. I think yeah. that's a perfect uh, game for him. What about Joe? Then what about the argument that on Joe Gomez's side, it doesn't do him any favours if he gets a run of games at right back and then you go get in, at, get in at centre back because we need you and then. Lovren's back now. Get back out to right back. That is that is that helping him? I mean, you talk we talk about needing games, but surely you need a little bit of rhythm as well in terms of where you're playing. He was very good on Saturday, Joe Gomez. I think he was considered by a lot of people to be the man of the match for Liverpool. But he he now is all of a sudden more important than you'd expect a 20 year old to be in a Liverpool backline. Def- definitely, and the, the situation in the summer has has made that you know. Quite obvious, hasn't it? You know, because with Klein being injured, he's had to fill in at right back, and now he's looking at centre half. But it's a difficult game for him. I don't think it's a straightforward. I know they won seven 0 away, but it's a straightforward because if Liverpool don't win this game, they basically lose the chance to take control of that group. Yeah. They need to win this and take control of the group and take a bit of pressure off them going into the last couple of games. So I think Gomez comes in, he's under a bit of pressure. But then if he deals with that and does well, then maybe he can get a run at centre-half. Yeah. Eventually, he needs something to give so he can have a little go at centre-half because we know that that's his natural position. Yeah. So perhaps perhaps it could do him good. Perhaps you know, it, it might give him the chance to get a bit of rhythm and get get going in his natural position. So um, I don't know, I still, I still expect him to play it right back. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Lovren comes back in. Because if he was fit enough to, to take part in the warm up, yeah. ultimately, and then pick some, pick up a knock, you wouldn't have thought it'd be a massive. Well, let's hope he wasn't involved in the shooting drill, given the way we've seen some of Dejan's yeah, shots go yeah. in, in the past. I think the other thing with Gomez as well, though, is that you would you would assume he's a right-sided centre back. Yeah, I know he played true. on the left against yeah. uh, as yeah. a left back under Brendan Rodgers for a while, but you'd assume he was a right-sided centre back. That would probably mean Joel Matip moving to the left, and yeah. that sort of can can yeah. really disorientate an yeah. already disorientated defender. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, there's, yeah. if there's one thing that Matip does do too often, I think, is he lose the flight of the ball in midair, and you know, yeah. he's, sort of, sort of like he's losing balance as he looks up. 
like a penguin looking at a, you know, they, they all fall, don't they, when they, when they look into the air. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's some penguins. That's <laughs> what a website. <laughs> so it's one of those where if Gomez plays, do you, as we've seen him before yeah. with Clavan instead, because that is the more natural balance. So yeah. I've got to think about. Yeah, moving a bit further forward then, Liverpool, um, first half was pretty pretty dire, pretty insipid. It was raining, it was horrible, it was gloomy. No wonder Andy Kelly was in a bad mood, probably. He's had to walk across Stanley Park for that. But, um, for the long johns. The yeah, is that right? Well, the yellow ball was out as well. The, yeah. uh, the yellow football was out for the um, for the Premier glad League. You, yeah, just, just, I'm just I didn't want you yeah. to get a horrible Andy's. mental image of Andy <laughs> Kelly there in the press box. Um, but second half, listen, we tick some boxes. We have got Daniel Sturridge scoring, having started the game. We've got a goal from a set piece. We've got Genie Wijnaldum scoring from his first of the season as well. And we've got two Liverpool strikers, Sturridge and Firmino, scoring in the same game from the start. For the first time since Bournemouth, Bournemouth. yeah, uh, they did both score against Arsenal in the early in the season, but Sturridge came off the bench. So that's 20, April 2016. April 2016. Yeah, I mean, we've 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 had all these these players have all had criticism in various guises this season, but that's some that's some positives to take, isn't it, from them? It is because I've never I've never I've, I've written about it before, being a being a huge fan of the Firmino Sturridge partnership. I feel yeah. that Firmino is best. As central, yeah. I feel like he's wasted on the left hand side. Um, I don't feel like they gel. I feel like they get into each other. They both like to drop off nowadays and get into those uh, those half spaces, as uh, Klopp will call them. And it just doesn't really work for me. It, it, it has a couple of times, but in general, it hasn't. You know, I don't think Huddersfield necessarily offered much resistance in that yeah. second half. I think once the first goes in, it is. But what both did is just. Time to be reminded of what they're capable of. I mean, the, the storage finishes, the storage of old, and it is so frustrating watching Daniel storage sometimes because you know the, the, the brain's still there, yeah. it's still there, the desire's still there, and he just can't do some of the things that he used to be able to do, say in 2013 14. He's just lost that little bit of pace, he's had to readapt his yeah. game, reshape what he does on the pitch. But it's a lovely finish. Also, Liverpool aren't a team necessarily set up for a Premier uh, Premier penalty box player, are they? That no, they need no. someone to do a bit more width to width yeah, of the pitch. Yeah. And Sturridge, for all the will in the world, he, he was never that type of player, particularly when he was when he was no. in his, his prime. Um, but nice finish. Yeah, no, he's not. It's funny because I, I think back on 2013, 40, I he, he wasn't a guy who ran the channels and no. like Suarez would run the channels for him, wouldn't he? Yeah. And he, he, he was a great finisher. But he wasn't someone that was bursting beyond defences all the time. But then that little bit of pace, and I and I just wonder confidence in his body yeah. is, is is costing him a little bit because he doesn't seem willing to to be quick off of a few yards. Now he does like to drop. He seems to drop deeper and deeper for me. You know, he never used to yeah. do it that much, but now he's he comes hunting for the ball. And you know, it's it's a real shame because I think maybe Daniel Sturridge of 2013-14 could still have a decent role to play in this team. But he's not the. the the sort of all working, all running striker that you know maybe yeah. we perhaps think he used to be. I think the big issue for Sturridge as well is that he temptation is to call him a, a you know a cracking option off the bench. Yeah. But I feel like he's a player who needs to play yeah, himself yeah, into yeah, a rhythm. Yeah, Having said that himself, mm. so it, there's no point bringing him on after on sixty yeah. because it takes mm. him twenty minutes maybe to to get to grips with the game. Yeah. So he's got he's got if you want a, a, the maximum impact from him, you've got to start him. I don't think he's someone who can come in cold, bang, scores within yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Um, not in the current guys anyway. So he's still got a part to play for Liverpool. He showed that. I think 
it's just a case of playing to his strengths and getting the best out of him. Whereas for me, you know, I think as a player who will get the best out of the rest of the team, yeah. the rest of the team got to get well, the best out of Sturridge. Well, guys, you've guided me onto this. Have Liverpool got the midfield to play to Daniel Sturridge's strengths? Let's say the midfielder played on on Saturday. Coutinho obviously out with the uh, with the adductor problem. Lallana not yet playing. Liverpool's midfield was uh, Wijnaldum, Henderson and Milner, mm. and obviously Chan is, is, is the other the other sort of option there. Have they got the players that can get the most out of a Daniel Sturridge type striker? Do they get the ball into the box often enough? Do yeah, they can they play the cute little passes that you need to play to get Sturridge into a game? Probably not. You know. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? You know, I don't think, I don't think between that midfield three, there's just enough quality. It's not, it's not top yeah. top level no. midfield. That is like circulators yeah, of the yeah, ball, and yeah. they go, they go, they go out to the full back and come get it back and go the other sides or whatever. You have one of them in your midfield three with a couple of other guys with different abilities, and you think, yeah, okay, but the three of them together, yeah, yeah. to me it seems a bit passive. It's it's, it's the, the guys who like to go square. But saying that, it seemed that Henderson was playing a lot of. Yeah. Uh, balls over the top at the week, at the weekend, yeah. and whether that was something that um, they picked he up on. Peach um, out to Mar- was it Moreno or Firmino? Firmino, Firmino when he squared yeah, it, yeah. it had a good clearance, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? From the, the centre. Storage line. would have had another. Yeah, yeah. and that yeah. was the type of goal, you know, storage coming into the six yard yeah. box they were talking about. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there was great quality in that midfield, and yeah. they are crying out for a cater if he's as good as what we all hope he's going to be. Yeah, you think of Man City, don't you? You think of. They, yeah. They've got a cent- three-man central midfield. It's got David Silver and Kevin De Bruyne in it. I mean, yeah. that's that unbelievable yeah. creative creativity. Quality. And that's yeah. before you start to consider the front three as well. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's 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 pigeoning Fernandinho as the dog mm. of that midfield yeah. almost, yeah. isn't it? You know, he's a very good player as well. And also disregarding the fact that Carl Walker and, and yeah. you know whoever Fabian Delph at the minute, yeah. and, and also you know contributing. You know, the, I, I think with Liverpool's midfield when it's Without Coutinho or Lallana, he's, I think he's been a massive miss, Lallana. Um, or even like a, you know, a Keter, or even like a, a Chan on his, on his best day. Yeah. I just feel like every component of that three-man midfield has to be at its best to, to really yeah. function. I think if one of them doesn't function, if, if Wijnaldum has a bad game, if Chan, if Henderson, and I think you can lump Milner into that mix as well now, mm-hmm. if one of those have a bad game, it becomes a struggle if two of them have a bad game. Yeah. Then Liverpool really are in trouble. There's no one there who who can be an eight out of ten, yeah. and that overrides the other two being a, yeah. a five or a Maybe, six. You yeah. need everyone to be a seven or like a Coutinho could. If Coutinho's yeah, yeah. in there, yeah. Yeah. you can have a poor game and Coutinho can light it up with a with yeah. a pass through the middle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. West Ham last season. There's always the out ball. There's always give yeah. it to, you know give it to Coutinho and always oh, pinged one in the top. Yeah, though, exactly. Right? Whereas there, with with no disrespect to any of the, any of the midfield three. Give it to Wijnaldum, and then it's sort of well, he's just going to move on to Salah, yeah, probably, yeah, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. good point. I mean, uh, another point that emerged from the game: penalties <laughs> and how yeah, penalty yeah. pool, pen for live. Yeah. Um, Liverpool, I think now have missed more penalties than any other team in in Premier League history. I don't know if that was actually the case before the game or whether it was became because of Salah. But were you surprised Salah took it? Yeah, massively. Yeah. I don't understand that one. I know it was a massively, massively pressurised penalty he took for his country yeah. and, it, and it was a good penalty he took but I don't see how one penalty can change 
Liverpool's pecking order. I still think, you know, if he's on the pitch, to, to me, why is Milner yeah. not the club's number one penalty taker? He was superb last season, albeit he missed one, an important one yeah. against Southampton. He scored one, some big ones. But he yeah. scored some big ones. He scored at Old Trafford. Why is Hartley? Why is Hartley? Yes, he had as well. Yeah. This is a guy who's, who's proven that he can take a really good penalty. And for me, if he's on the pitch, he's your number one. And yeah. then it and then it goes down after that. Firmino missed one, but then even even though Firmino missed one, he's at the post against Severe. It wasn't it sounds yeah. a bit weird, but he wasn't a terrible penalty. It's yeah, like he no, scuffed yeah. it down the middle, which is ultimately what's It wasn't the penalty of a man who has got confidence, exactly, was it? Exactly, and I'd still have backed Firmino to score score a penalty. Yeah. So so those two to, to me should have been the number one and number two. Yeah. Um, Daniel Daniel should have been on, well, one of one of the men yeah. to take the penalty. I still don't think his derby penalties hit the floor. No, he took a terrible one against United. United, United but he just got, got in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The storage is because he leans back when he shoots. Yeah, yeah. It, it often gets too much chase on it. I suppose we don't know whether what the players thinking in that. Do, do they still want it? Did Firmino want to take that penalty? Yeah, I, I would be. A, Disappointed if Firmino yeah, yeah. didn't, and I'm certainly disappointed if James Milner wasn't saying, mm-hmm. "Can I? I'll have it." You know, <laughs> I still have a bit of a beanie bonnet about Henderson that he, he sort of he doesn't take them no, because yeah. I, I think that that should be that should be something he should be looking to do. Is his role? No, he missed one in yeah. the um, pre-season by Munich, was it? I like to go Madrid. I think it was he missed it in, in in Munich, wasn't it? And I'd, yeah, I I don't know. I, I was I was amazed that Salah. I did think he'd score. Salah, I thought he'd score, but I was amazed that he was. Uh, at the front of the queue. Do you think a stronger person, and Milner's an incredibly experienced player, but I don't always see him as a strong, strong personality. And do you think a stronger personality he's on first team would say, in maybe, a way, maybe you not, see what but, I mean. but why, why yeah, shouldn't he the, almost yeah. say, if I'm on the pitch, lads, yeah. I take the penalties? I suppose he is the senior player in yeah. that lineup yeah. as well, isn't he? Yeah. Is he, is he too nice to allow others to I mean, take it? Maybe, or maybe, maybe there's a shout that goes up in the dressing room before yeah. the game and the manager says, by the way, if you got a penalty today, Salah's on it. I think mm. did Rafa Benitez used to do where he'd pick it and he'd say, "If you miss, I'm telling you to take it, but it's on me. This I've told you yeah. to take it." And I think yeah. that's why Alonso was on it in the Champions League final. The first ever one. First yeah. ever one. Yeah. Steve, you know, Stevie was on the pitch in that and game. And Garcia wasn't, wasn't getting one in the shootout. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was a good decision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine he'd try to chip it or something. Luis Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, moving ahead then, let's go to Maribor. Not literally. James has been to Maribor though, says yeah. it was lovely. Yeah, yeah. Like sunny. Yeah. Were you, yeah. you were as big a fan of Maribor as James? Yeah. Well, yeah. it was a bit industrial, but yeah. the, the people yeah. were lovely. The, 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 the food was yeah. plentiful. And the result was lovely as well. Yeah. Let's hope for something similar then. Maribor showed very little, did they, in that first game? I mean, you, you've had to go Troy Deeney there up front. Um, they looked like a team that still believed Liverpool were the the European champions and the, the team of Kenny Dalglish and Alan Hansen, they looked overawed, I thought, by, by Liverpool. You'd imagine they'd be even more overawed by Liverpool and Anfield. I, because I think the general consensus is that when a team does that to a team in, in the first, not the first leg, but the first yeah. game, that the team are going to retract and they will just put 5-5-0 five, yeah. five, and, and just... Yeah. But I don't think they did yeah. not try and do that. That's what they did. did. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. This, is, this is the thing. So, you know, as much as I can maybe see a routine 3-0, make yeah. it back-to-back ones, I could also see Liverpool, you know, putting another couple back yeah. past them again because I've never seen a game in that way. Like, I've never seen a game decided within four minutes yeah. so, so, yeah. so much of my life. It was only 1-0. Yeah. But the way Liverpool cut through them, you were like, 
Oh god, these yeah. these aren't well, these, I, are, these I, are. I would, I would hazard a guess, Joe, that that left side of centre back is not going to yeah, be playing yeah, the field, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Spila, Spila, yeah. Spila. They really, I mean, not to disparage Slovenian football, but. I want to see you finish yeah, second yeah, in that yeah, league. Yeah, well, Igor Biscan's top of that table. The only words to describe them are words you can't use on a family-friendly podcast because they were that bad. Yeah. And they were just absolutely... I've never seen a team pass the ball straight to the opposition as often as they did yeah. that. Liverpool like, didn't have to press. Yeah, I mean, Klopp yeah. was really... Afterwards, he really spoke highly of the, the, the counter-press and all yeah. that. They didn't have to... They just yeah. had to sort of stand there wait, and, yeah, and, and wait, shut yeah, the lines yeah, off yeah, and yeah. it was fine. Liverpool were good as well, though. Let's, yeah. let's not make out that. Yeah, yeah, they're not a pub team. Well, Liverpool, Liverpool got seven goals, which all were directly assisted goals. So they were all they were all square passes or crosses put in, which yeah, uh, work for stats them. fans, yeah. stats fans, Christian. Yeah. That's that's quite rare, quite rare to have seven goals with seven assists. Yeah, definitely, because maybe there's a you know, yeah. for example, you think of uh, Dali Ali's at Wembley. You know, yeah, that's not yeah. assist. You know. They were making mistakes, but Liverpool still had to make, yeah. you know, make the final pass or, mm-hmm. or whatnot. So, what, what about the team then for it? Because he left Henderson out in Maribor, mm-hmm. played Milner in midfield, he played Milner, Chan, and Wijnaldum, did he mm-hmm. in midfield? Yeah, he did. Yeah. And Coutinho yeah. played wide, didn't he? Sort of wide leftish. Um, will, well, will will as Henderson, as he back into the team? Was that just a game that he thought he could win? And, and give Jordan a rest, or was that a, was that a thing of Jordan is, is sort of in the rotation now of, of the midfield men? No, I think he did hint, didn't he, after the game that he was he, yeah. he saw it. He, he said that Henderson played that much football, and he played ninety minutes twice, hadn't he, for England? Yeah. So I think he saw it as a chance to rest him. So I'd expect Henderson to play. Yeah. Um, but I think one of those midfield three will yeah. probably what about, drop out. What about Oxley Chamberlain then? For, yeah, I, I I I was surprised he didn't start Saturday. Mm. I. I I, it was the first thing I saw when I saw the team sheet. I thought, oh, Oxley Chamberlain didn't didn't get the nod. Well, what did you think, Christian? Did you think did you expect to see him, and do you think we'll see him Wednesday? Uh, I did expect to see him, as you know, I am also a proponent of Oxley yes. Chamberlain. So stats, Penguins and Oxley Chamberlain. <laughs> um, I I was, I understand that he's got to learn the way to for Liverpool to play and all this, but. He spent thirty-five million pound on him. You know, Huddersfield yeah. at home is surely the time to give him his full Anfield debut, and you know, give him a real yeah. good opportunity. Didn't happen. Didn't matter in the end. Uh, it's it's got to be Maribor. Yeah. It has to be Maribor. He's impressed me every time he's well, not every time he he's come on, but recently. Yeah, he? and a... he's put a few nice crosses in. I, I feel like he's just not. He isn't in tune with the rest of his teammates yet. I feel like he. Will will thrive if Solanke's on the pitch. I feel like a lot of those balls he puts yeah. in is something for Solanke. So I I quite like to see both of them. Yeah. I think is it a risk playing Solanke against Maribor? I mean, you can't take it for granted. But they were they weren't yeah. great, were they? No, so no. I don't know. I, I definitely want to see. I definitely want to see Oxley Chamberlain. Um, I wouldn't be adverse to even give it Solanke maybe forty five. Yeah. Try and get the game won. Yeah, Robertson yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Robertson. Yeah. He has to, doesn't he? Again, it's yeah. it's it's ten million pound defender there. You've got to use him at some point. But then you don't want to make too many changes because I do think there's Carius will come back yeah. in. Yeah. Carius will come in, won't he? We've talked I think about Chan will play. Um, Chan yeah, Yeah, and I think Oxley Chamberlain. I think the two of that front three will stay the same, but he'll change Oxley Chamberlain. Salah and Salah maybe. I actually think I, I was about to say give Salah a little no, rest, I, you know. Well, I, I just think Salah was the one though that Christian said the four minutes that decided the game. Yeah, I think yeah, Salah yeah, is the yeah. one that they'll be thinking, oh no, yeah, no, not again. He was brilliant that night, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, big one, obviously. I think 
Liverpool, depending on where you look, Liverpool are top of the group. I think some places you can look and they seem to be second yeah. in the group behind Spartak Moscow. But Liverpool, we, we think we're having at the top of the group. They've obviously got Moscow to come to Anfield as well. And then uh, obviously in between that, they've got the trip to Sevilla. Um, this pretty much should should put them in, in big control of, of that. And looking at the other groups, it's it's a, it's one that you want to win this you want to win this group, don't you? You don't want yeah, to be finishing definitely. second and, and running into Bayern uh, Munich or Real Madrid or Barcelona. If there's such a thing as a must-win game, I think this is one because you don't want to go into those last two games because Spartak at home, all right, you're looking at it thinking Liverpool should win that, but they're no mugs, are they, Spartak? Yeah, so they'll they, be a lot better they, and stronger they, they'll than they were if they had an injury crisis yeah. in Moscow. Yeah. And then away is, is, is the <laughs> toughest fixture, yeah. fixture of the group, isn't it? So... Although I'd back Liverpool to go and win Sevilla because they'll try and play a bit of football. But saying all that, yeah, I think Maribor, they need to get the points on the board now, take a bit of the pressure off going into the last two games and um, you know, also sort of lay down a marker because they, 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 they could easily win that group now and um, yeah. it makes it a lot easier come January. I think that's why the first two games were so frustrating. Liverpool should have won both of those. Yeah. They went yeah. out to yeah. sight. Through now, yeah. 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 Essentially, what you're saying now is beat Maribor. I mean, the, 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 with nine points already, they'd be pretty much through. But you say, win against Maribor and you can, you, you can play... Uh, yeah. and Kravitz at the back yeah, if you want yeah, for, yeah, for the yeah, final yeah. two games. Yeah. Lenny? It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, you just... So that that's the frustrating part. But ultimately, Liverpool probably do have to win the group. It's interesting how it's all worked out because, because there's five English teams in it and they're all doing really well at the moment. There, there, is, yeah. a, there is a possibility that... I think Man United will win their group. Yeah. I think Chelsea will probably win their group. I know they stumbled a little against Rome, but they'll yeah. probably win their group. Uh, who's the City other one? City will win their group. So what you're then looking at is the the, the pot of first place teams who Liverpool yeah. can actually play. Let's say Tottenham win yeah. their group So let's just say they do. There's four of the potential. Uh, what would it be? Can't play whoever yeah. tops Liverpool's group. So four of the potential seven are already yeah. out. Yeah. And then that leaves yeah. Barcelona, Bayern Munich, yeah. Barcelona, yeah. and. No, they're in the same group as Bayern. So, it's that, it's that, um, yeah, sorry, PSG, Barca, and I think it'd be that group of, uh, yeah, Ponto, so probably yeah, Besiktas. That's a, that's a one in three chance of getting a, yeah, a superpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that, that is not very good. Um, I don't think second would be much easier, but at least you'd have a little bit more give and take because, yeah. you know, well, that's, really, the, that's the Arsenal conundrum as well, yeah. isn't it? Arsenal have this every. Yeah, not this, not this year. year. Not this year. They'll be better relieved. Small mercies yeah. to the Gunners there, but they have it every year, don't they? Where they, they don't do the job in the in the group stage. They get beat by Olympiacos or something yeah, like that, yeah. and they, they throw throw one in, and then they end up with Bayern Munich every yeah. every last sixteen. Go out and City had it for a couple of years where they would run into Barcelona mm-hmm. or Real Madrid, wouldn't they? In the in the last sixteen, Liverpool hopefully avoid that fate. Yeah, well they they, they really need to, don't they? Because I think. I think it's all about momentum once you get to those sort of um, last 16 and, and onwards and I think if you can win that I think back to Leverkusen and when yeah. they won it and they won yeah. that those couple of games quite comfortably and, and then they rolled into the sort of quarterfinals yeah. against Juventus and, and they had a bit of momentum behind them and I think it's it's tougher if you take on a big team straight away Did Liverpool win that group in 05? Uh, no They also got forced they? I mean Monaco won it Monaco won it Leverkusen were all right, obviously, yeah. but they, they got a bit fortunate there. I mean, it is the look of the draw. Liverpool could come second. You know, let's first of all let's let's see Liverpool qualify first. Yeah, that's yeah. the main thing. But let's say let's say they, they could come second, get with Sixtas, 
revenge yeah. for the Europa League and Dejan Lovren's penalty, which yeah. again is still falling yeah. from the Athletic Sky. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, march on. Yeah, I mean, okay. Also in European action this week, then not just the first team, the second team as well, under 19s in the youth league. Steven Gerrard should have uh, one very happy centre forward joining this this uh, this squad of players. Hasn't played obviously the last couple of weeks for the club because he's been off conquering the world. Um, well, what did you make of uh, Rian Brewster's heroics and, and the game on Saturday itself? He looks like a real predator, doesn't he, in the penalty area? Yeah. Just looks like a guy who scores all sorts of goals. Nice header. Yeah, um, but, but, like, it's exciting, but then I, I have to admit, I find it very difficult to get excited by homegrown players now because that hardly any of them come through and that uh, that's not a, you know a, not a criticism I just think that it's so tough and you yeah. wrote your piece today Neil and it summed yeah. it up perfectly it's still so so tough for him to get through so um, even even at the moment you know I, I'm not writing him off by any uh, by any means but even Ben Woodburn you look at him you think the hype around yeah. him yet he still hasn't really done anything for Liverpool's first team because it is that difficult to break through so I think it's you know, it's it's a brilliant achievement for for Brewster for England who are doing the yeah, youth groups are doing yeah. very very well, but um, you know also just be wary and allowing a few years to, to carry on developing. I was going to say, Christian, I mean, Joe referred to my piece and thanks for the plug. Joe. Yeah, little plug. much appreciated. It's good you shouldn't read it. Little little <laughs> little tenor <laughs> going your way. Um, but one of the stats that was used in it was on match of the day two last night. Um, is that since the under twenties won the World Cup. Only four players have started the game from that squad in the Premier League, and Calvert Lewin, John Joe Kenny, uh, Lewis Cook, and yeah. Kyle Walker Peters. So you're regretting, you're regretting no. putting out that stack because no. you ain't got to remember them all. Kyle Walker Peters of Tottenham who started on the opening day. They're the only four who started the Premier League game. So Liverpool bought Dom Solanke, came on for nine minutes on on Saturday. You're, you're you started in the League Cup, but he was the Golden Ball yeah. winner. Of that tournament, and he he can't get into Liverpool starting lineup yet. Now we've got the Golden Boot winner of the under 17s as well, looking to get in in the same position. You've got Ben Woodburn, who's played for Wales in that, around that position, the front three. Um, where are the opportunities going to come from, and and does that make that League Cup defeat even worse? That Leicester Leicester defeat. It does, and it makes it. That, why aren't all of these players centre backs? Is, <laughs> yeah. is, you know, yeah. is it because they, well, you know it's a semi-serious yeah. point in the sense that Liverpool have invested a lot of money into their front three, into their you know their yeah. attacking players. Like it's 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 hard to break into. Um, yeah, the, the 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 Leicester game is is still a bone of contention for me. I mean, you look at they will have had leads in the rounds, yeah. the following rounds again. I mean, that was the game Ben Woodburn, of course, famously yeah. scored. Uh, on his debut, that that would have been another prime possibility. You, you could the dates wouldn't have allowed Brewster to play, but in theory that would have been a good game yeah. for him. Um, and then who who did Leicester? They would have got City at home at that. At which point, I suppose, yeah, you you, you know you, maybe you do start to bring in the, the bigger guns. But there was such an opportunity there to to give the likes of Woodburn and uh, Solanke uh, yeah. some some real Gruwich. Harry Wilson. Harry Wilson. I mean, you got to feel for him, haven't you? What yeah. more? Can he, he scored. He's, he's, he's scored like a hundred goals in the past yeah. week for the under twenty three. <laughs> he just, yeah. he just, he, he, he's so good at that level. You just, you just hope he gets his opportunity. Is it, you know, is it time to to, to think about low moves? Not for Solanke because he's he's Liverpool's first choice striker at the yeah. moment. Maybe Ben Woodburn because ultimately Lallana will be coming back. 
Coutinho will be coming back. So there's another two who can play in his position. They've just bought, spent £35 million on Oxlade-Chamberlain, who is meant to be playing in one of those positions, but he also occupies one of the wide two positions, yeah. which is where Will Bing can also play. You look at Harry Wilson. Harry Wilson's got a out on loan yeah. soon. Yeah. Um, it's a good, good loan as well. Yeah. He, he can maybe go to a Premier League club, Harry Wilson, you'd imagine, like second half, yeah. Bournemouth, somewhere yeah, like that, second half. Uh, Bruce, there, you, you would keep him here. You'd keep him with, with, with the coaches. But that you know, you've got to start thinking about someone like Ryan Brewster now. He's still only seventeen, or he just turned eighteen. He's eighteen now. What's his pathway? I'm sure Liverpool know this. This yeah. is more of a rhetorical question. But what's what's Brewster's pathway? Because the, this is a kid who clearly has got a hell of a future on his hands. People you speak to surrounded Brewster say he's he's hard working, diligent, lovely fella. Um, really mature as well, so that you know that side of the game shouldn't be a worry either. You know he's not going to get his head turned by anything like that. How do how do Liverpool make him a a first team member over the next yeah. three four years? It's it, I suppose it's the million dollar question when it comes to someone like Brewster. Yeah. I mean, it's mad to think that he was already on the bench <laughs> against the Palace. Against Palace. Mm-hmm. He's he's a player though, isn't he? He's yeah, a he's real a player. player. He is. I, you you look at Liverpool there, and you, so you look at. Brewster, Gruwich, uh, Wilson, Alexander-Arnold, Gomez, Woodburn. You look at Ajaria, still there, who played in the first team last season. Curtis Jones coming through, who seems to have a, a real real fan club in the, in the academy. Can Liverpool afford to rein in their attacking spending and, and, and start looking and saying, well, OK, our attacking spots are going to go to these. We're going to put all our resources into making us a better team by buying, throwing all the money at a goalkeeper, a spine, left back, a spine, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Can, or, or is it is that asking too much of young players to go? You're yeah. going to come in. You're going to be our sub, Coutinho. See that the, ben Woodburn. the rest of the Premier League don't stand still, do they? So would Man City do that? They're not going to. And, and they'll have the United same thing with Phil Foden, yeah, won't they? This is know, the thing. You, so so it's, it's so difficult, isn't it? You know, to find. We're gonna to have to be really patient and really understand that if Liverpool do do that, I mean, I think that they need to pour their resources into, into defensive positions anyway, don't they? Let's face it. But at the same time, I don't think that too much pressure should be put on those kids to be like the next big thing for Liverpool. It's such a weird sort of situation, isn't it? Because I think in a lot of these these scenarios, the, the young players get the chance in times of adversity yeah. so I'm yeah, thinking of, yeah. I'm thinking of Marcus Rashford here yeah. Rashford only really I mean obviously I don't know the in and workings of Manchester United but it, from the outside it looked like he sort of came from nowhere of course he was scoring for the under 23s and whatnot, under 18s but Van Aal was struggling yeah. they had a bit of an injury crisis Arsenal at home I think it was Arsenal it home was, yeah. Yeah. He, played, he played in the uh, Midtjylland Mid- 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 throw him on and let's see yeah. and, and then bang yeah. you've got a first team of it yeah. you know Robbie Fowler, Fowler, you know there was problems there. It's it's hard, you know. Very rarely, you know, everyone goes on about United's class of '92, and you think about Liverpool, of course, with McManaman and Fowler. But it's so hard to get a cluster of players to all come in and integrate them at the same time. Yeah. It almost feels like you're waiting for for situations and yeah. and and, and, and moments to to you know things have to be going bad to turn to the kids. That's probably the wrong mentality in general. But obviously in football. There's so much pressure on instantaneous yeah. success now. What what could what yeah. what what other choice have you got? If, if Klopp did, for example, on Saturday to say, say oh Salah, you you have your rest and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in, yeah. you know, Ben Woodburn here, and then Woodburn 
struggled yeah. against a, a wily left back who, who knew the championship. Yeah. Season, yeah, well, he did that, didn't he? Of course. I mean, that, that took a lot of bottles yeah. to play Alexander Arnold and yeah. Mugbane, mm. and it almost cost because that would have ultimately cost Liverpool top four. And yeah. so this is the issue. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how he manages. I think I think Liverpool, the next step for Liverpool with players such as let's say Bruce there. I say probably Gruwich um, and Woodburn to have them regarded in the same way we now regard Trent and Gomez and Solanke. I would say those three, if yeah. they're in a squad, you go fine. Yeah, you know, if they're in the team, I think for for certain games like Gomez now, I don't think anyone bats an eyelid. No, 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 you go fine. Likewise, Trent. Yeah, I don't think they do it with Woodburn. Yeah, probably not. Quite a bit of excitement. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough as well. So maybe maybe it's just Bruce there, and you know, obviously Curtis Jones, he's he's a little bit further back in his development. Um, and even at the other end of the scale, Grewich, because he's just not getting his opportunity in the first team. Um, that should be the next sort of step is you know bring them in as squad players they're not going to come in and score 20 goals straight away just have them as options and build from there yeah. chances can often come late in seasons can't they when squads are stretched yeah. maybe other competitions have, have taken uh, have taken priority or they're not doing that well in the league so yeah. it's like well we can afford to put in a couple of youngsters and try, yeah. and, try and rotate mm-hmm. a bit so maybe maybe later in the season we might see one or two of them if they don't go out and loan. Yeah, well I think Neil Critchley into the four or five of his uh, his under twenty three team will be probably going out on loan in yeah. January. I'm pretty sure Harry Wilson will be. Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. went to Chelsea. Well, not nearly went to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah Chelsea. Of. That's the standard of you know like, like you know everyone makes a joke about Scottish football, but yeah. that's a that's that's a good club to go yeah, to. That'd absolutely. be a brilliant. That would have been a brilliant move for Harry Wilson. They're doing well as well. The winning mentality they have. Yeah. They go out and win every single week. So and and don't back. don't you know don't shoot me. A good coach. A good coach. <laughs> yes. yeah. No, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, so just just to sum up, then we're going to look at obviously we've got we've got Maribor. We've talked about that. We've got West Ham on the horizon um, on Saturday. West Ham. Slavin Bilic making sure that he keeps himself very much in the uh, in the firing line. I've seen um, Michael Antonio doing his best to, to help him out as well. I, I don't think I've ever seen an interview like Joe Hart's on Match of the Day look like. I think I think he had Michael Antonio's head in his uh, his kit bag. <laughs> he was so angry. Um, head and shoulders. Yeah, that was a big win for Liverpool last season at, at the London Stadium at a time when people maybe doubted that he could do it. Do you have any reservations about going to West Ham when they've uh, they obviously need a result so badly? Do you have any res- do you have the sort of fatalistic view of oh dear Liverpool Liverpool are going there just at the wrong time? What you're asking am I Ian Doyle? Yes, yeah. yeah so uh, you're going to play that role for us? Uh, yes, I am very well. <laughs> no, um, sorry, Doyle. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> no uh, uh, it's hard, isn't it? Because you look back to last season, but West Ham were. We're on all the, you know, they yeah. had the, the, I think one of their players uh, actually did have flip flops on. I can tell you that uh, when we, when we, myself and James Pierce arrived at the stadium, the guy checking our bags said, uh, he said, you okay? I said, yeah, no problem. He said, oh, up from Liverpool. And, yeah, he said, oh, you'll have no problems today. He said, you'll have no problems. <laughs> and that was Slavin Village. That was Slavin Village letting you in. I remember, I remember myself and James thinking, I think, I think we might. And he's, no, no, he didn't in the slightest. Yeah. And that, I mean, that was under a lot of pressure for Liverpool and, you yeah. know, fair play to them for, for reacting to that. I don't, I don't know. I don't, is is Billet safe again now? Is this two game thing? He won at Tottenham. He won at Tottenham and he didn't lose. So is he is he safe again? Yeah. You know, if this is football manager, has he has he gone from very insecure to insecure? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what his job status is. It's a it's a bizarre football club, isn't it? It's a bizarre bizarre situation there, where a manager has been told what feels like five times now 
Yeah, but if you lose this game, you're gone, yeah, and he yeah. and he and wins twice against yeah. Tottenham. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. unbelievable. Um, it's it's not the same, is it? It's 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 not up than park, but it's still there's something about playing West Ham on a cold Saturday evening under the, under the floodlights, which just makes you a little bit where you know a little bit more worried yeah. than you would normally be. That being said, because on a paper they're a decent team, you know, on paper, yeah. you know, Hernandez. Inevitably, we'll, we'll I mean, probably get a chance. Some of the players, I mean, names wise Joe Hart, Zabaleta, Andy Carroll, Hernandez, Antonio, Lanzini. Lanzini. I, I really like Lanzini. Cuyate. Yeah. Yeah, Font. Font, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're also a big physical team, aren't yeah. And that, that always worries me with Liverpool coming up against these physical teams away from home. But then last season, they were big physical, but. <laughs> Couldn't, couldn't run. Couldn't <laughs> I just, I, I just, I, I, I didn't want to run. I just think it's a, it'll be a different game, and yeah. it, it, yeah. It, a lot. I, I'm almost glad that it's not sort of. Well, Slaven, if you lose this one, you're definitely gone because yeah. they probably win. As it is, I just, it's a big, it's a big one for either side, isn't it? That's the thing. I, I feel like, uh, I feel like a, even a draw, and, and and it just, it's another pop, you know. Yeah. You know, the, another chance of momentum, and and that really feeds that, yeah. into to those seasons that you you can't help but hark back to. You know, fourteen, fifteen, oh yeah. two, oh three, yeah. uh, oh nine, ten, where Liverpool get a big result, yeah. or not even a big result, just like a good result. Uh, hopefully, they follow that yeah. up with a win against Maribor, and then bang, we're back to square one. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, Definitely. let's. I suppose it depends on Maribor as well. See how things go there. No injuries. Hopefully, hopefully, Coutinho will be back. Yeah. Or at least on the bench, it looks like it'll be too soon for Manny and Lallana. But and then we go into the international break and another international another break. International break and obviously three of the first eleven get injured and then you have yeah, Manny yeah. and Lallana back and yeah. it's just back to square one again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Salah gets injured. Yeah. Oh, God. No. no, let's let's hope that's not the case. Let's not end yeah, on a, a negative note. Let's not end on a negative note, or indeed an Ian Doyle note, which are often one and the same thing. Um, right, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully, we were weren't too downbeat despite the ending of it, and hopefully Liverpool can follow up a good win on Saturday with a good win on Wednesday, and then another one on Saturday. But before then, we'll be here on Friday to preview the West Ham game in more detail and look back on Maribor. Thanks for listening, as ever. Cheers.